close enough. Uh, welcome to the $100,000 Podcast, Season 3, Episode 2. Season 3? Season 3, yeah. The first the first two seasons was with the old hosts, but they left, so we're just uh, I am Clayton Leverrier. Uh, you guys can introduce yourselves. I am That's William. I am William <laughs> Davis Johnson. <laughs> and I'm Olin Hannum. Wait, hold on. Does that mean that I got roped into being a host of this? I don't know. You can if you want to be. Oh, uh, l- 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 let's Wait, l- l- let's go with let's go with a, a temporary guest, potentially reoccurring guest expert. Yeah, you can be on basically as often as your schedule permits, I think, is how we're going to yeah. leave it for now. Okay, yeah, that seems reasonable. Yeah. Guest expert. What am I an expert on? I Absolutely. Know, you're kind uh, of an expert games. on... You're more of an expert than either of us, I think. Uh, In conducting bands? Yeah. Like, huh. you, like, you have a knowledge, and like it's literally your job to teach people things. Like, I don't know... Uh, that doesn't make you an expert. Yeah, it makes me an expert in that, but that, that doesn't have dick to do with this. Oh yeah, I don't. Know. <laughs> we didn't say you. Were, we didn't say you were an expert podcaster. We just said you were an expert. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's that's fair. And, I can. And I'm I, not sure what does have dick to do with this. <laughs> like, I don't know what you could be an expert in to be a better. <laughs> yeah. A better host of the hundred thousand dollar podcast. Yeah, no, you're 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 not wrong. Oh shit! I just moved my phone way over there, but I'm recording on it. <laughs> Fuck. Well, hopefully we don't need to use the backup. Yeah, don't, guess, don't guess, mind me. I guess me. as a director, you don't have to worry... I guess you do have to worry about the physical location of the people you're directing, but... Oh, if you very much. If you didn't, that would have been a good joke. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Oh, fuck, now no. I'm thinking about that. Okay, so, never mind, never mind. <laughs> on with the program. Okay, so right before we started recording, uh, Olin had a, a pretty interesting situation that I feel like you should tell that story again for the wait, podcast. Wait, what? With, the, with your recording setup? With the ghosts? So, your yeah, ghost what's so story. interesting about ghosts? Well, it, everything is interesting about ghosts, aside from the fact that they're not a thing. Well, But, like, the thing that's interesting about them, for starters, is that crazy people believe them. I think that's the most fascinating part about sort of ghosts as an entity in popular culture, but... The thing that we were talking about is that I'm on a computer that does not have speakers. Just really quick, I want to point out that like, like two minutes ago, you tried to you tried to convince us that you weren't an expert. But anyways, continue about your story. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm on a computer that does not have speakers. It just doesn't. It's a two, it's a like mm-hmm. Mac Pro from like 2009, one of those big ass like silver tower things. Yeah. And until today, I had never heard it make any noise other than the, like, boot-up noise that happens outside of your plugged-in audio devices or whatever. I mm-hmm. It would make absolutely no noise. You'd play music, whatever, nothing. You'd have to plug in headphones in order to hear anything. And then today, I get on Skype with Clayton, and all of a sudden, the sound's not coming in through the speaker, or it's not coming in to my head through my headphones it's coming from outside of it. It's coming from it's coming from the room, and it freaked me out. I don't know why that's a. F- I don't know if that's that funny. I mean, I mean it's, it's certainly unusual. It's a good segue into Mining Clayton's real ghost story that happened to us the other night. Do oh do, yeah, do go on. That is, a, that is a good story. You could you probably I, tell. It I don't know if it's a really good story, but I mean, we were just we were just walking along. Um, 
you know, as sometimes you do at night on mud paths. And uh, I, like, looked up because Clayton was in front of me, and, and I noticed that there was, like, a glowing spot on his foot. There, like, there was, like, a glowing spot in, like, two of his footprints. Did he have that, like, that L.A. gear? Them light-up sneakers? No, no, not like that. Like, like... Well, like, not intentionally. Because I think that would actually be scarier than a real ghost. Yeah. But no, it, it looked like it looked like he'd, like, stepped in a, uh, in, like, a glow stick or something. <laughs> he had stepped so, in the 90s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looked like he only touched the 90s. But, um... But, like, there was just mysterious... I, like, I don't think this is a very good story. It was just kind of <laughs> inexplicable. There was just, like, mysterious glowing stuff on his foot that, like, slowly stopped glowing and didn't look like anything. I so, don't... Did yeah. did you imagine this? Well, we no, both like, saw it as the thing. Like we shined a light on it, and you couldn't see what it was under the light. It didn't appear to be anything. But when you turn the light off, it was glowing. Well, if you don't stomp down on those boots hard enough, they don't make the light. That is. That is... I had some of those light up shoes when I was a kid. Ah, oh, did you really? I think I I saw a pair of those at a thrift store maybe four or five years ago. And And how many times did you buy them? I (laughs) zero times. The thought that ran through my head was, "No, I'm an adult. I'm in my late twenties. I have a job with benefits. I should probably not be owning light-up sneakers." And then I didn't buy them, and I have lived in a world of regret. Since yeah, I mean, that would moment. you would you think that if you saw like a pair of Heelys that fit your feet? <laughs> oh, man. Heelys, like more dangerous rollerblades. Okay, wait. Did we talk <laughs> about this on the podcast before about how you really want Heelys that are your size? Do Heelys exist that are size twelve? I certainly I haven't have, talked I about have this looked, before. I've looked on Amazon, and you can. Get a pair <laughs> of course, of you size. have. I've looked for size 13 Heelys, they're like $80, and apparently to make them. <laughs> no, okay, okay, so hold on, hold on, I, I have a follow-up. Are, like, size 6 or, like, kid-size Heelys less expensive than $80? Because $80 yeah. is not an unreasonable price they're, for a pair of sweet shoes with, I you know, wheels on them. them. I think the kids' ones are legitimately wheelie brand wheelies, and they're cheaper, and the adult ones are not, like, I think they're knockoff, like... So wait, the knockoff ones are more expensive? Well, yeah, I mean, because there's a premium on them, because they're in adult sizes. So why wouldn't Heelys expand to fill that market? I don't think it's a very big market. (laughs) No, no, it's it's, it's a very big market. It's a size 13 market. (laughs) (laughs) Probably liability. Because kids can't sue you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, hold on. I, I, I... I find fault in this logic because well, it, legally, it it seems to me child, the child can't sue you. No, it, it it seems to me that children, that parents of peop, of kids with Heelys are probably more likely to sue you than an adult with Heelys. I mean, but they're not the ones getting injured. So it's their kids getting injured that's worse. People with kids are crazy. I'm in my 30s. Man, you, 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 I, you, don't, you don't even know about people with kids. Wait, I don't fucking know about people with kids? I no. don't think you know about my career path, do you? 
I have pretty much exclusively worked with kids for like all of my jobs except for my current one. Like, yeah, I guess I spent, that's like, true. Five years working at backpacking camps. I worked at an elementary school in the Bay Area for the last two years. I know. Wait, about did, how crazy people with kids are? Did, do you really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So yeah, I know about people with kids and how crazy they are. I'm studying education. Yeah, kids are terrible. Well, parents are terrible. Yeah, I, I taught, uh, I went to Emerson and worked with the middle school um, uh, band and jazz band there on Wednesday, and it was not the best experience I've ever had. Was it the worst experience you've ever had? No. That would be like, that would be like this right now. This is this right wow. now. Yeah. So, right, um. Bye. So real quick, what is everyone's worst experience that you can remember? My worst experience? That I, okay, so when I was a kid, we used to skateboard a lot because my dad was a skateboarder. Mm-hmm. But then nice. we... That's rad. Oh, no, it, it's super rad. You don't even know. But my... Uh, I didn't know how to do it. This is like I'm seven. I'm seven years old, right? This is, this is the, the point in my life that I'm talking about. And so what we would do is we would get on our we would put our knees on the boards and then like use our feet as like propellant devices and have our hands on the front of the board to like steer it or whatever. I did one, That's pretty good. I did one time get my finger caught under the wheel and rip my fingernail off. That That's pretty bad. That did happen. That was a pretty bad experience. Clayton, what was your worst experience? I I probably I I, I don't know. I mean, a pretty bad experience was um, a couple of months ago remembering that in high school I had a pocket watch. That was a pretty bad experience. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, hold on. <laughs> Two what, what, what was the thought that I, oh wait, I used to have a pocket watch? Was that worse than actually owning the pocket watch? Um, well, I guess not, but I... I didn't. It wasn't the worst experience at the time. It was only the worst experience. Well, of course, it wasn't the worst experience at the time. You were in high school. Yeah. Also, like the thing with that was that I had completely forgotten that I had done that. <laughs> so, I oh was wait, hold, to hold a on. Different so, podcast when you made s- some joke about some high school kid having a pocket watch. And when, I, when when you say you, you'd forgotten that you had done that. The, the way you say that you makes it sound like memory. you made that a part of your personality. That you were like, "Oh, I know. One day, I'm. I, I decided I'm going to be pocket watch guy." Oh yes, oh yes. I very much. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. But, uh, more, okay, I was actually just. I should let me clarify. Okay, sure. Yeah, bail yourself guy. out of this. I was watch guy. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, hold I on. Like the, the way I'm the way I'm envisioning this is if he wear at the same time that he would wear simultaneously. Okay. <laughs> this is like this is like you didn't stop me. This is ruining the image of this for me because the image that I have right now is not of Clayton wearing multiple on his wrist at any given time. It's mm-hmm. that he has 15 watches and he wears them like on the inside of his jacket. No, that would be pretty cool, actually. No, I just wore three watches on my wrist and had one in my pocket. Were you a stock trader from Japan? Man, no, because I remember oftentimes none of them would actually work. Like, literally none of them would work. <laughs> or none of them would tell the time. Like, you would have, like, your pocket watch that had a, it was a sundial The p- watch, pocket so watch that, was a sundial, was so... <laughs> What? That's not a watch! No, it had a watch on it also, but then the watch <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of the sundial? 
has a watch initially... underneath it. I think it was initially designed just like to be a cool like sundial thing, but then just like uh, <laughs> what it, it seems like this would be kind of pointless to carry around if it's only useful when it's sunny. So let's put a watch on there also. Although I, I, I would like to offer a rebuttal to William's statement earlier that they didn't work. If the point. If if Clayton's whole idea was that he's gonna be watch guy, then any watch <laughs> yeah, is fulfilling its purpose just fine. <laughs> I also had several clocks in my room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, we were, we were telling about our worst experiences. So <laughs> it's like well, having yes, several I clocks agree, in your we room. We were telling about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good point. Uh, oh man. Oh man. Yeah, well, I'm picturing an insane school, so. person. I, I forgot you didn't know that. No, I didn't know. I basically didn't know you in high school. For, for good reasons. Because <laughs> he was watch guy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I venture a guess? Can I venture a guess? Did you have a duster? No. Oh, <laughs> damn. No, that was me in junior high. <laughs> because you in junior high was, like, roughly right after The Matrix came out, correct? Um, that's not why I wore a duster. But... So wait, hold on. If you weren't wearing a duster because you were one of the, you know, enlightened people who understand that the world is a facade created by the machines, then why did you wear a duster? Because I had a duster and I thought it was cool. (laughs) Yeah, but that doesn't explain why you have it in the first place. uh, I think my brother had it, and then he stopped wearing it because he figured it out, and I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Because he figured it out. He solved life's problems. He went, oh, right, this is the solution. (laughs) Take the duster (laughs) off. He realized, like, oh, I shouldn't really wear this. And I was like, okay, I think you're wrong. I'm going to wear that every day, no matter the weather. <laughs> it's amazing the pattern of people, like, assuming that people older than them with more experience than them don't know what they're doing. It's like, I'm going to yeah. take this off. This is a bad idea to wear. No, fuck you. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we would, there would be human civilization and other solar systems right now if that wasn't a human quality. <laughs> If we didn't just automatically assume, oh, they got it wrong. They've been through this before, but nah, they got it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Well, well, my worst experience in my life is not that funny. It's when I... Well, you know, okay, never mind. It's pretty funny. I was four years old and wearing a Superman costume and on a gra- on a chair in my parents' garage. And my friend Sean was there. And I remember the game we were playing because it was before we knew what princesses were. And he was a princess because we thought that, you know, princesses were just the people who hang out in castles. Right, right. But I had to, an army was attacking his castle. And so, like, I had to stop that army because I was Superman. And so I jumped off this chair with a metal pipe in my hand and broke my femur. Oh, perfect. Yeah, it was great. I, like, I have very vivid memories of that game, and also of having a broken femur, which so, I really don't want to do. So, was this your, was this your intro to LARPing? Um, intro and exit, <laughs> and, and your retirement from <laughs> yeah, LARPing? First... You guys, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging up my duster. <laughs> yeah, that's... Hey, I wasn't LARPing as anyone when I wore a duster, I just wore a duster. Um, you... So, we've been, we've, this, we've been recording for, like, 15 minutes, and we haven't actually well, we have said... Like... Okay, so let's answer some questions. Yeah, so... For this seems less the, fun yeah. than making fun of William's childhood. Yeah, so the theme of this podcast is supposed to be we uh, we ask hypothetical questions and ask listeners like you to write in. Um, and we have done that. Our, what are... I forgot what the questions were. Uh, <laughs> Alright, yeah, so... I feel like it should also be noted that I don't know what the questions are either. Oh, well, that's great. It'll be great. It'll be fine. Okay, uh, fine. Our first, our first question this week is: What would be the most disastrous typo? What would be the most disastrous typo? Okay. Uh, recently, I haven't been able to 
type the word Trump, which is very, you know, topical, into my computer or my phone because my phone really wants to follow my profession, apparently, and my phone autocorrects Trump to Trumpet, I found out recently. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a thing. I don't know. Donald Trumpet. Yeah. And I found out today, this happened while I was actually texting Clayton, that my phone likes to autocorrect things to Islam. <laughs> Wait, the like, word things or just like no, just no the word different, tomorrow. Words. I I spelled the word tomorrow correctly, and I watched, and I hit send, and my phone changed it to Islam. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this like, is the type of thing where like where like you're out with your buddies at Baskin and Robbins or whatever, and you go to the bathroom and you leave your phone <laughs> on the table, and they're like, you know, what would be really funny is if we changed a few choice words to autocorrect to Islam. I feel like that's what yeah. you're. I feel like you're 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 being the subject. Of some 2007 friend trollery. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's finally caught up with me. Maybe but it's so, a virus go... that's intended to spread Islam. Yeah. That's probably it. Some Islam extremists it's created a virus that would replace random words with Islam and text messages. <laughs> Islam. Perfect. Maybe it's putting me on a watch list somewhere. Anyway, yeah, Should so our, our first answer to this question... Uh, comes in from Ryan Lynn, who actually just links to this article, <laughs> which is uh, how a spelling mistake prevented hackers from taking one billion dollars in bank heist. What? Yeah, apparently there's a spelling there's mistake a... prevented the hackers. Yeah, they were pre- there's some people that are planning a bank heist, and they actually accidentally misspelled foundation as foundation, which uh, caused the and the bank noticed the typo, and so investigated the transfer, and then noticed it was fraudulent and stopped it. Yeah, that's pretty disastrous. Did they get arrested? I mean, it's disastrous if you're the the thieves. Oh yeah, disastrous for the thieves and not disastrous for everybody else. Just I mean, like they they still got away with eighty million before it was stopped. What? Wait, hold on. I, I feel like you can't write the article that's like, look at these people who got thwarted by their own stupidity if they got eighty mil. Well, they were try. They would have gotten a billion if it had, if it had if it weren't for those kids and that dog. Yeah. 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 I don't know, I've only, I'm just kind of skimming the article, because we're recording a podcast right now, and that would be bad audio. Ending up, ending up with, like, percentage-wise, I guess 80 million isn't that great from a billion, but I I think that that's not that disastrous, because you still have 80 million dollars. Yeah, yeah, thank you, yeah. Yeah, seems like... That that answer's dumb, and that person should feel dumb. I don't know who that person is, actually. (laughs) No, don't worry, it's okay, I know who that person is, and Ryan, you should feel dumb. (laughs) <laughs> uh, that's what we're all about, right? We're about insulting people. Oh yeah, yeah. well, yeah, yeah. That is what we're all about. That's what yeah. we're all about in season three. Apparently, that's okay, Ryan. I know for a fact that you're probably not dumb. Um, <laughs> okay, so what's our next answer? Uh, okay, our next answer comes from John Malin. Thank you, John. It's uh, he Thanks, says, John. Um, he says, uh, "The Sinner's Bible is pretty bad. Thou shalt commit adultery." Wait, what? I don't. I don't know. Is that a thing? Is that the sinner's what Bible? Is that? Also, if it's titled the Sinner's Bible, doesn't that imply that someone wrote it to be that way? This is like I'm going to create my own doctrine, and like, oh, look at the, look at what this says. Adultery is great. No, okay, the Sinner's Bible is actually it's an actual thing. It was not intended to be called that, but it was um, it was supposed to be just a reprint of the King James Bible, but they accidentally left out the world we were not, and so it contains Thou shalt commit adultery. Wait, oh. how how did they do this? No, they did the this. I, okay, I, it's a real <laughs> thing. This is a real thing. No, I'm I'm looking at it right now. 
I am not. I'm not looking this up. Okay, you don't have to worry about it, but I don't, <laughs> like, how could you accidentally leave a word out? Oh, it's just in one word. Okay. That's a shame. Or one sentence. I thought it was, like, everywhere, and it's like, you can't just accidentally do that on a printing press. Like, you're just like, oops, we forgot all the now letters. Like, <laughs> Wait, the letters? So, like, N-O and W, or N-O and T, are just, like, just n- ne- are, are nowhere in the thing. No, they just in that one particular sentence they left out yeah. that word. You know, it's funny because that would actually be easier via digital because you can replace yeah. all. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Moving on. All right. I mean, that's not that disaster. I mean, I guess that was disastrous for their particular book. It does kind of reverse the whole point of that thing. Of that, like one literally, sentence. like like black and white yeah. reverses it. That 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 is pretty catastrophic. Although, in 2008, a copy of the Wicked Bible was being offered for sale online, priced at $89,000. Yeah, but the people who made the typo didn't aren't, aren't going to get that money, Okay, right? so here's, the, here's well, the thing. The the case for this being disastrous is that if you fuck up so bad that the Archbishop of Canterbury pu- publicly calls you out for fucking up, like, that's pretty disastrous. That is pretty bad. Be like, you publish a Bible, it's like, uh treat others as you would totally not want to be treated. Especially if it's the 16th century when the Archbishop of Canterbury is like a thing that anyone even cares about. <laughs> yeah, or, or the Archbishop of Canterbury actually holds power. Mm-hmm. Fucking archbishops. <laughs> well, oh, I keep forgetting that I'm the one who has all the answers this time. I'm yeah, not used I'm, to that. Just, I'm not nope. used to doing this. Yeah, I'm, I'm used to the power. someone else reading. It's all going to your head. Damn it. Um, oh, yeah. Our next answer comes from Kevin Adamski, former host of this podcast. He's and, the he's the high-pitched uh, chuckle guy, right? Yes. Yeah, he's the chuckle guy. Yeah, I never actually met him. The cool he's the he's, he's the theater the theater folk, the thespian. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, Kane, I think Kane is also a thespian. Yeah. Registered. Let's just state that for the record in case he listens yeah. to this. I'm sure he'll be real happy <laughs> with that. Kane is a seasoned actor. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Kevin Adamski writes, Man lands on the poon. <laughs> Wait, where's the disaster? Well, no, see, th- that's, that's what, ah, th- that's, <laughs> that, that, that is some, that is some Santa Monica Malibu uh, porn parody title right there. Yeah. That's what that probably is. Probably not a disaster. P- probably quite the opposite of a disaster. I, yeah. I, I mean, that sounds pretty sweet. That sounds like yeah. a that sounds like a good thing to put on it, like yeah. a frat party. Like what or is what is the antonym of a disaster? Man lands on poon. <laughs> uh, a pr- a disaster. <laughs> How would that work? You can't have sex in space outfits. What are space outfits called? <laughs> space suits. <laughs> no, you don't. You, I mean. There was like a lander and stuff. You get in that, and then you, you you get in that, and then you get all up in it. Okay, wait, no, 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 no. It's even better. <laughs> <laughs> you know the like the the Red Bull like dive from outer space. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. You do that, man. Lands on poon, like from the atmosphere. How? Oh, well, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, William. Oh, that man. would destroy people. I am. Re- I am fully torqued now. Yeah. <laughs> Just think about the G forces in that. Like, God, I, damn, I know. I, I will not do that. I will not yeah, think about that. Out. How would you? 
the dude who jumped from space was in a suit, right? He was I in mean, a full on like yeah, he, he like didn't when he started, but like he'd have to take it off once the atmosphere like like thick enough. <laughs> that seems reasonable. Yeah, yeah, th- yeah. This would be amazing. So that's not a disaster at all. That's a disaster. I feel like wait, didn't I see a thing a little while back that like some porn company is trying to kickstart a like porno made in zero gravity, like up in space? Yes, the general consensus seemed to be that that was a publicity stunt and they didn't actually plan on doing it. So, first off, that's a shame. But secondly, this seems like the type of thing that could actually get some Kickstarter support. Especially with a name like Man Lions on Poon. Yeah, I mean, it would be absurdly expensive. (laughs) One small step for dick, one large step for dick kind. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate everything about that. Uh, <laughs> Alright, what's our next... What's our final answer? Uh, okay, I gotta find them. Cause I, I, that's I all, that's all the ones it. on my Facebook I don't page. actually know if there's only one left, but... There's, there's thing that, I don't know how many there are left. Anyway, um... I guess Kevin's disqualified because his answer is good. It's not a disaster. <laughs> it's the opposite of a disaster, so you're disqualified. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> Okay, the next answer... Well, it it depends, because, okay, if if he's talking about, like, he's a newspaper exec, for example, and they print that... That that is almost certainly what what he meant. Wait, hold on. Wasn't the moon landing in 1969? I feel like I'm seeing a correlation here. (laughs) It was, right? Oh, God, I have no idea. Okay, whatever. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm on board. There's not really much you can do. You can go from that joke, but no, no, it's just uh, that, yeah. Our next, our next answer comes in from James Birchall. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, uh, "Instead of mom's thanks for the treat, uh, mom's thanks for the teat." That seems fine. Yeah, depends. I mean, is this person two? <laughs> yeah, two I mean, is, two is be... way too old. Is this person six months old? And knows how to talk. In yeah, complete sentences. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that would be is like this, the opposite of disaster. Person, That'd be is like this person Einstein. Yeah, this would this would actually be the opposite of disaster. This would mean I don't that think that's how like... intelligence works. <laughs> no, the the earlier you start speaking, the smarter you are. You got a super genius baby. Yeah, because talking is hard. Yeah, I know. I do it all the time, but it's really. I gotta I gotta sleep like half the day because of all the talking I do. In fairness, that's how hard talking it is. talking is relatively hard. When you, okay, no, I'm not going to explore that. Never mind. Back it out. Back it out. Oh. Reverse. All right. Oh, I'm curious now. Nope. Nope. Abandon shit. All right. So, so uh, mom thinks for the tea. I mean, that's not that much of a da- disaster. I mean, it, it would not be the best disaster. I think of like I think of like people dying. Like there's a typo on a drug label, and then like all the children in a country die. Like, okay, see, this that... is just like an awkward moment between you and your mom at worst. See, I, I don't know if that. I don't know if this makes me a horrible person, but like that does not distress me nearly as much as, for example, if I was giving like a public speech or like some sort of talk that's being televised. And my mother, like, like I'm out of, like, my bottled water runs out on stage, and my mom hands me another one, and I say, hey, mom, thanks for the tea. Like, that's, that, that is a bigger disaster to me than all the children in a, a country that I don't give a shit about dying. Yeah, I don't know if that's awful or not. Being, I, mean, I, don't know about, I don't know about Pretty awful. awful. But, I don't know about awful, but that might mean you're a sociopath. <laughs> 
Does it make me awful if something that slightly negative negatively affects my life is more important? Right, but it's not slightly. Like that's super embarrassing. That's like that's like that's like that's like the respect of my peers versus a bunch of kids I don't know. Okay, yeah, no, you're right. That is what sociopath is like. I mean, I guess that's why you, you should buy shoes that are built in sweatshops because it's like. My peers are right, gonna, like right. if I don't wear it's, these shoes, it's my peers are gonna think badly of me. And exactly, so, like it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get those Jordans okay. <laughs> with the light ups. <laughs> this is like a sci-fi thing. If you had a button that every time you pressed it, someone who you knew thought you were cooler, but it killed a hundred kids in another country. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you, you flipped that. <laughs> Thought you were cooler. Someone you know thought you were cooler versus a hundred kids. See, you you, you escalated both sides of that in opposite directions because the the, the premise of that thing is normally you push the button. Maybe maybe, hold on. Maybe I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't clear. You press it. Uh One of your friends, their their opinion of you gets better. Like they think you're cooler. Like now. Yeah. Yeah. Like just by pressing it, and then a hundred kids in another country you're never going to see die. Yeah, no, so I, I, I'm, under, I'm understanding this perfectly because the, 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 the premise of this normally is the, the, the dilemma, the disassociative dilemma is always if you push the button, someone in the world dies, but you get like a million dollars or something. Like, yeah. like would yeah. you do it? Like a life that you may or that you will likely not know. But what you did is you, is you ramped down the positive and you ramped up the negative. From uh, having a million dollars to someone you know thinks you're cool. Okay, okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> and one person to a hundred. <laughs> and I'm the sociopath? <laughs> wait, 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 how much cooler? <laughs> like a lot cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Like, oh shit, he just killed a hundred kids and didn't even bat an eye. No, they wouldn't, they wouldn't know about the kids. Oh, damn. But yeah, it would, you'd go from like, yeah, you just get way cooler. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You get way cooler, or someone you know thinks you're way cooler? Because okay, being well, way cooler okay, I, I, is yeah, arguably is worth more than a million dollars. I changed it. Yes, there is. No, I changed it, it so it that is, everybody, it is everyone who knows you thinks that you are cooler. Okay, is coolness an inherent property? Is or is coolness just uh, what others think of you, though? Coolness? It's an inherent, it's an inherent property. Nope. Coolness is what it's, other it's people think of you. It's completely objective. Nope. Nope. Well, no, you, it, it, it can be objective right now, either way, but, when but you I get don't. An opportunity, and I'm talking to both of you and also the listeners. Go uh-huh. look up the Wikipedia page for cool. It is no. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is just have like a picture of me on it. I mean, after I push this button, right? After you push this button a hundred times, like <laughs> you, you get your own Wikipedia page. It's called cool. No, I don't. I don't think cool is an inherently interior no, it, thing. I, I don't it, think it's an inherent thing. It, it definitely isn't, but it's like to think of the... No, I think you're only was, cool... If it, objective, if it was objective, then there would be a coolest thing in the universe, and I just want no, to know no, what no. that thing would be. I'm not saying it's objective. I'm saying it's absolutely subjective, no, yeah, but, no, but I don't no, think saying, it belongs to you. I think coolness is given to you by the people who think you are cool. I think coolness is relative to other people's expectation and view of you. What this if is a comedy podcast, right? Riding a skateboard? What? What if you're wearing sunglasses and riding a skateboard? Though? Then other people may go, "Oh, that guy's cool," but you other are not yourself cool, cool until they see you and think you're cool. It's, <laughs> so it, it, it's a Schrodinger's if, coolness, if, is if what I'm saying. He's cool in the forest. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Schrodinger's skateboard. <laughs> 
Wait, hold on, hold on, wait, how does this work? If a tree is cool in the forest, yes. is it riding a skateboard? <laughs> if, no, no, if, if a tree is riding a skateboard wearing sunglasses in the forest, and no one is there to see it, is it still cool? And I'm saying no, and you're saying yes. <laughs> I think it actually makes it a little bit cooler, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think, I mean, like, if that, that like... I, I wouldn't have to know about that. If that happened, I would just be like, you yeah, know, the world feels just a little bit cooler today. <laughs> or just imagine, it's like, hey, hey, what are you going to do today? What are you doing with those sunglasses and that skateboard? Can I watch? Nah, I'm going down to the woods with these. Like, no, 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 but, 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 but then you have... Bad boys today. <laughs> then you have demonstrated to someone... Okay, that's observed. It's observed. Yeah. Perhaps this is the cool waveform. The whole point is that it's not observed. The whole point mm-hmm. is that you're out in the middle okay, of... Okay, so... If or you you're not. The, the tree is skateboarding out okay, in the middle well, of nowhere. If, so if you go out into the woods by yourself mm-hmm. with um, a skateboard and sunglasses mm-hmm. and you do that, and you leave and no one saw you, saw you, is that where you're both cool and uncool at the same time? No, I'm saying you're uncool because oh, coolness so like is a coolness like is a judgment of other people. Coolness is a value that's imposed on you by outside people. Well, yeah, just like just like collapsing a waveform and like Schrodinger's cat. You know, like before they look at it, it's both alive and dead because man. Yeah. Okay. It was just, so it's yeah, it's more like the tree falling in the woods. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm glad we have that. I'm glad we understand that. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that we've made a, a, a breakthrough in you know pure philosophy here. Mm-hmm. Good job, guys. Good job, guys. Alright, uh, let's move on to our next answer. Please. Yeah. Oh, there's uh, more? <laughs> yes, there's more. Uh, this one comes from, uh, this one comes from Kevin O'Steele. Is that how you pronounce that? Oh, that's the dude from the Telegram chat. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, this is, this is built for a wide audience. Well, so I don't, wide. I don't, I don't know if you know him or not. I don't. I, okay. I don't know who he is, and I don't know go. who Paul Arden is. Okay, I think they're just James's friends. We should yeah. edit that out. So he, <laughs> That's interesting. Yes, anyway, and, and you know the way I know that they're James's yeah, friends is when I wake up in the morning, they have already been talking on the Telegram chat for a couple hours because they're on the East Coast. <laughs> the East Coast anyway, yeah, uh, Kevin O'Steele writes, uh, Good morning, I'm the downtown Orphis manager. <laughs> Wait, That's really... That guy is really cool. That guy is cool, but... <laughs> Office to, office to orifice. <laughs> the downtown orifice manager is like okay. No, hold on. The job position that I'm that I'm thinking of is the guy who puts things who puts drugs in people's butts to go to prison. That's the downtown orifice manager. <laughs> and and then he, he like he like shoves it up there, sends you off to prison, and then like puts it into his Excel sheet. See, I was uh. I was thinking more like it's the guy that David Cronenberg hires for his de- complaints department. Oh, no. <laughs> He's like, hey, man, I got, like, two butts on the end of my arm. It's like, yeah, go see the Orphus manager about that. It's not my problem. <laughs> so, 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 in, in still, your, in your view, picturing... or, or, oh, Orphus manager, in your view, is a position within the HR umbrella. Yes. Oh, perfect. Awesome. Oh, hold on. Downtown Orifice Manager, is that the person who, like, takes sexual harassment complaints, but only physical sexual harassment complaints? Oh, yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> yeah. The Downtown Orifice Manager is... is it's, it's, a, it's a gynecologist. I figured it out. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. 
How would you misspell office into orifice? Or, isn't or, that, isn't or, it a couple or, letters off? No, it's only or, one letter off. It's only one. Okay. The first F with an R. Or this guy, uh, or this guy has the absolute worst job at the slaughterhouse. <laughs> the the thing that I'm being confused about when talking about job title or jobs that could have this job title is what's the downtown for? Does that imply that there are other orifice managers, or does that oh, imply yeah. Oh, yeah. that like the, the orifices like the that that person manages you only or, you only manage the, is downtown, the downtown orifices? <laughs> yeah, you, you, do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> the downtown is, is he a subordinate to the like nationwide orifice manager? Or or is downtown orifices just my favorite my favorite uh, euphemism? John, get in <laughs> here. Come, I need to see you in my office. I need to see you in my orifice. <laughs> can we can we say downtown orifice and still be like a child friendly podcast? No. Since I mean, when was this a child-friendly podcast? No, it isn't, but, like, like for a children's show, like, sometimes... <laughs> downtown orifices. Dude, if I have a kid, I'm gonna refer to their stuff as that. How are your downtown please, orifices? Please doing? don't. <laughs> oh, is, is that gonna be... Is that gonna be your... 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 Uh, uh, your... Your genital euphemism? Yeah. It's not gonna be like wee-wee? It's going to be your downtown orifice. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. You're going to be a great dad. I'm going to be the best dad. <laughs> all right. Do we have uh, any more that answers? is. There's. That's all our answers for the first question. So let's um. Let's take a quick break. Boo! Move on. Still drinking Second water. It's question. great. Oh, it's the best. I, I love water, you guys. It's real mm. good. Yeah. Revolutionary podcasting right here. <laughs> uh, our second question. Hey, it was until you pointed it out. Hey, Will. Hey, Will. Hey, what? How do you feel about water? <laughs> okay, well, I was just getting repetitive. <laughs> now we're just pandering to our fans. <laughs> next, next our answers. known water enthusiasts. <laughs> yeah, next we're a answer. water enthusiast podcast. Uh, our second question this week is What is the worst prize? What is the worst prize? Being chosen for the Hunger Games? That's not great. What's the prize for, though? For being a starving person in that world? Like, I feel like it has to be a prize for some sort of contest or something. Like, because otherwise, like. Uh, otherwise, it becomes what's the worst gift? Yeah, yeah, or like, yeah, you can't, you can't say like if somebody just like gets gets shot by a stray bullet or something during a shootout, That's a prize. They, like that doesn't count as a prize just because they were effectively randomly selected. That doesn't count as like a they won a prize yeah. in the lottery. What if they or like their prize was being shot for being the best shooter? That'd be yeah. pretty ironic. Yeah, but that's irony. That's not. It's not bad. I mean, it, I mean, it is bad being shot. What's but... the worst prize? Yeah, our um, 
I feel like that's I'll very I'll bet you can make an argument for, like, lottery winners. Like, a lot of times they're, like, yeah. pretty fucked up by their prize. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm editing this, I'm going to edit that for Yas. That's fine. Uh, well, if that's I'm fine, editing this, I'm going to edit in more of them, so. Good. <laughs> Listener, you know, you'll, now, now you know which of us edited this. Good. <laughs> uh, so, wait, Okay, our first answer... Yes. Uh, this is from Ryan Lynn. He says the worst prize is silver. Oh, because it's the first place loser. Yeah. Ah. No. No. Yeah. I'm on board like, with that. I'm on board I'm with not, that. Okay, I, I I went over this at the last podcast. First is the worst. Second is the best. So actually, silver is like the best. Hold prize. on. I wasn't there for whatever nonsense you were spouting. Feel just, free. Just, feel I free mean, to rehash. You, have, don't you have? Isn't this, like, just cultural knowledge? First is the worst, second is the best. No. Is the one with the hairy chest? <laughs> That's a real thing. What? <laughs> Have you not heard that before in your life? No! That's thing that kids say when they get second in something. That's... Yeah. <laughs> so... Okay, Clayton, I'm really glad that you have heard this, because otherwise I would question it if I just, like... Had made that up at some point, but no, yeah. That's oh okay. man, yeah, that's we a... totally could have gaslighted you about that. Um, I I don't understand. Well, yes, a you a hundred percent could have, but b so it, it's the it's the competitive equivalent of uh, uh, boys are from Mars to get more candy bars. What? It's, that doesn't make any that... sense. No, neither does third is the one with the hairy chest. I mean, you could replace it with treasure chests if you wanted, but... <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you're right. That would make perfect sense. That would slot That would slot right okay. in with my understanding there of is, the world. I do know of at least one situation where that actually does hold true. You guys know about the MIT mystery hunt? Yes. No. All right, well, for the sake... Yeah, so it's like it's just this I puzzle do. contest that MIT puts on it. every year. Okay. They just, mm-hmm. like, have absurdly complicated puzzle or whatever, and just teams compete to solve these things over the course of a couple of days. Whatever. Uh-huh. Um, the team that finishes the fastest has to design the puzzles for the next year's contest. Oh, shit. So, it is widely agreed that second place is the best one to get. So, oh, I like that. I like that a lot, actually. Because then you're still better than almost everyone, but you don't have to do a whole bunch of work. <laughs> mm-hmm. And also, you don't have like this mounting scrutiny for the next year about the puzzle that you put together. This is a thing in track bicycle racing, also in in velodrome racing, because I, mean, I thought you only wanted to be second for most of the time. Huh. In velodrome, I thought you just wanted to be second for most of the time. Yes, you you, you do. You you want to be the one to cross the finish line first. However, w- over the course of a race, it is significantly statistically more likely that the person who trails for most of the race will actually finish first because of the energy saved by being in the other person's slipstream. And that's why you see them like going super-duper slow and jockeying for last place. <laughs> It's actually yeah, really are, fun to watch. Really, yeah, really fun video. Yeah, it, 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 it seems it like it's hugely skill works, intensive too. It kind of only works for that specific kind of race because because they're on bicycles and they aren't allowed to touch the ground with their feet. Right. It's great. So you can't just stop. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine if that was true for like the the four hundred yard sprint? <laughs> it's like <laughs> the guy goes off and they just stand there and have a sandwich. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That would be great, though. 
Alright, what's the next answer? Our next answer, uh, this comes from John Malin. The worst prize is a $5 Arby's gift certificate. That's that guitar player who, like, has all the really famous girlfriends, right? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Arby's is a restaurant that sells, like, cheap fast food. No, the person yeah. you just said. He's, like, famous, right? John Malin? Yeah. I mean, he's just, like, a friend of mine. He, he's, like, the tall, dorky-looking one who dated Taylor Swift, right? Which one? <laughs> Am I not uh, thinking of the right person? Maybe? What's the, na- what's the name again? Who are you? John Malin? Uh, I'm looking it up, see if there's any famous John Malins that dated Taylor Swift. I don't see any. This is making great so. audio. I, I, I derailed this whole thing. Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. I mean, okay, John Malin, if you're listening okay, to this, uh, write John in and Malin. tell us whether or not you ever dated Taylor Swift, because <laughs> that seems like a story that I would have heard. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know why I think that. Whatever. Anyway, yeah, right, five so. of- I thought you were saying that Arby's was a guitar John player. Mayer. John Mayer, there you go. There we Not go. John Malin. Yeah. I got really excited there for a second. I didn't, actually. I was trying I mean, to do Arby's a bit. Arby's does kind of sound like a guitar player. Or Arby, I guess. Arby sounds like... John Arby. A type, Arby sounds like a person who you could learn how to jump trains with. Yeah. Arby sounds Arby. like a person who well, would uh, teach uh, you how Arby to light a fire like with the, nothing. A, a, a or, cute or, pet name for John Arbuckle. <laughs> I feel like it also sounds like a politician from the South yes. in, like, the 1800s. Yes, holy shit. Yes, this is exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> that sounds, I, I, that I, sounds I, like I, a, like, I, recently I post-reconstructionist senator from Alabama. Yeah, like, Arby Jones. Here to represent the... I think we just, uh, actually illuminated a, like, shift in society that, uh, that 150 years ago the name Arby would have been a senator and now a hobo. Yeah, actually, yeah. You know, you know what other name actually sounds like a, a Reconstruction era senator from the South is a uh, Clayton. <laughs> yeah, it does. Actually, Clayton Leverry sounds like okay. a Reconstruction era. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I don't think I've ever met anyone else named Clayton. I think it is kind of a southern. Well, it's name. Be, it's because you grew up in California. Excuse, excuse me, sorry, Clayton. You you might not have understood that. It's because you grew up in California. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, my mom's from the South, and I think it's a Southern name. Are you sure you don't mean your mom is from the South? I'm pretty sure. Isn't that I don't mean British that, people who positive. say that? I thought it was Southern also. I think that's British. Mom? I think Southerns have ma's. Ma's, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Your ma and your pa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like <laughs> this. I missed making fun of Clayton. Yeah, right. It's oh man, this is just super just so I just looked it up to see uh what the what Arby's was named after. Cheater. It was not created by anybody named Arby. So then so why was, is it called the Arby's? Cre- the creator of Arby's was Do just, I want to uh, know? It was, it was created by Forrest and Leroy Leroy Raffle. Wait, so their last name was Raffle? Yes. Wh- which is what you're doing when you eat at Arby's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're you are, you are gambling with your innards. Oh, okay. So according to this Wikipedia article, the name comes from uh, it comes from their initials, the Raffle Brothers, or RBs. <laughs> That's not how initials R-B's. work. RBs. That's not how initials work. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> that is not at all how initials I work. My initials. William is great. W I G. That's my initials. <laughs> 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 you, 
You, you, you guys, I, I see here that you, you filed for a business license under the name RBs. What's that stand for? Oh, yeah, that's our initials. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. collective initials. Well, 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 yeah, no, our initials. Hey, Clayton, what are our initials? Oh, this hurts me. <laughs> Sorry, so a, fi- a five dollar what now? A five dollar Arby's gift certificate was the answer. Uh, I don't think that's the worst prize though, yeah, it's because bad, it's okay. Just, what can you buy at Arby's for five dollars? You can okay, sell it thing, on though. that here's on that thing. like gift card. Oh my god, yeah. dude, 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 guys, 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 what? guys. What? Are you familiar with that website where you can buy and sell gift cards for less than their full value? Very vaguely. It's like the, it, the idea being your aunt gets you a gift card to somewhere shitty that you don't care about, or yeah, like is it, it? it? It's like an in and out gift card, and you live in Maine or some shit, right? Yeah. But so it's completely useless to you, but it's worth fifty bucks. You can go online, sell it on this website for forty bucks, and if you're the person from California, you yeah. get ten dollars off. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm trying to decide in my head right now if it's worth it to literally spend every time I'm going to make a purchase, buy a gift card, and then spend it. I mean, it depends on how much cheaper you can get the gift card for. Yeah, but I mean, it, yeah, I guess it, it depends on if, if it's worth your time. Yeah. Hmm. But you could, you could sell it on there for like $4. Yeah, and also like... Or you could just not, and this wouldn't be worse than getting no prize. Like, I feel like the worst yeah. prize has to be worse than no prize. And this can just, like, this is, like, not... Okay, well, like... this is effectively no prize. <laughs> what, just like... what can you buy at Arby's for $5? Soda also, that you can okay, buy so anywhere else for the same I checked price? Their, I checked their online menu. Oh, You know boy. how people say that uh, if you have to ask the price, then you can't afford it? <laughs> That's just, not the case with Arby's. No, it's the case with Arby's. They don't list their prices on their menu. <laughs> I thought you were well, going to say... they're just real expensive. I thought you were going to say, if you can't... If you have to ask how much sodium is in there, your liver can't afford it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, so apparent, Arby's doesn't list their price on the menu, so apparently only go there if you're super loaded. I feel like it, it's just and implied. There's like, Arby's, Arby's, we sell cheap shit, it'll be cheap, don't worry. Yeah, just chill. Yeah. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> the, the new ad campaign from Arby's. 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 Hey, guys. Guys. Yeah, just guys, chill. Guys, calm down. Just chill. Calm down. <laughs> no, I, I guess I've never really been inside of an Arby's. You, you go into an Arby's, you well, order a thing, you're like, this Arby's doesn't look at Dixon, all. So that's not super surprising. Where's the nearest Arby's? In Dixon. Yeah. So that's not that surprising. Anyway, yeah, this this segment is dedicated to all the listeners that worried that Kane leaving the podcast when we would stop talking about Arby's. <laughs> oh, did, was that something Has that happened been inside of an Arby's? I don't know, but he certainly talks about it a lot. I feel like I like just chill as the mantra for a fast food restaurant. Because <laughs> yeah, you go at a. I mean, okay, so can we all agree that in the last decade, Taco Bell has made a concerted marketing effort to target stoners? Yeah. We we can agree, right? Jack in the Box has attempted this also, but with much less success because they're not Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. Just chill, guaranteed to bring you some of those people. Also, when those people come to your place, order food, and then get the food and look at it and go, this doesn't look anything like that roast beef sandwich that I see up on the board. You know what you say? Guys. Just chill. 
Just, just, just chill. Well, I like it. A I, I, idea. Yeah, honestly, like as a restaurant worker, I wish that my that I had the right to say that to customers a lot. But I don't. <laughs> Man, we gotta. I should tell that to. That's a way <laughs> I better. I should tell that to my bosses. Olin, <laughs> Olin, why, why, why did you just giving prizes to these podcast winners? We should have just invested that money in our and our, yeah. our new casual yeah, fast just food restaurant. Or Olin, or Olin, you should say that to anyone you're directing who has a question. <laughs> What's the time signature here? Just chill. Just chill. Olin, I feel like you. I feel like you. You might have missed a beat in one of the. Hey, just, just, just chill. Just, just chill. Olin, why, why did the band go over in budget by fifty thousand dollars this year? And just, just chill. Just okay. Or no, no, no. Get off my back. Perfect for for a fast food restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> you go surly, pimply, like boy teens. Yeah, yeah. No, you're 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 working the drive-through. Someone pulls up and goes, "Hi," and the person in the in the in the car, the person in the car goes, "What? You're not going to ask me how I'm doing today?" And you say, "Get off my back," and you turn the microphone off. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Before you've taken their order. <laughs> Yes. Well, yes, and then you just give them a hamburger regardless of what they say. Yes, and you charge them six bucks for it, and they're like, "What? Wait, what? I didn't order the just, just, just chill, just chill." So Arby's gift card, not that. Yeah. Bad of a well, it's That's too bad all. that none of this is going to be on the podcast because we're going to have to, we're going to have to remove that so we can, we can sell this idea. No one steals our oh, yeah. idea. Oh yeah, yeah, right, yeah. What's yeah. The next yeah. yeah. Our next answer is from Kevin Adamski. He says, "Thank you, Kevin." High pitched thespian. Mm-hmm. A farty goat. How? What contest? <laughs> that's what a, contest would this be That's a really bad prize. <laughs> that's, that's a really, really, really bad prize, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, just like our regular goats are pretty yeah, bad prizes. I still like, don't understand how it's a prize. Assholes, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, goats are terrible. Goats are notoriously assholes. Also, I don't understand how that's a prize. Wouldn't if it's just yeah. something you it's like, get? Come and deal deal with this goat. No, now. it's like that TV show. It's like yo, know, behind door number one, you get a new car. Oh, yeah. behind or door behind door three, there's a goat. It's a farty goat. <laughs> <laughs> but in, the, in this version of the reality, you, you actually have to take the goat home. And that's even worse because you got to like pay taxes on the goat. Yeah, and they're like get this goat off of our premises right now. <laughs> it's like no, you are contractually obligated. I, I would just, I would rather not have this goat. I would rather not. <laughs> I would rather not. Join the club, and we're not the ones who own it anymore. Exactly. Also, also, take your goat. Just chill. Yeah. Just chill. Welcome to Arby's. Call into the corporate office of Arby's, sir. Like I ordered a sandwich, and uh, the waiter just. Brought <laughs> you get handed a business card that says "Get off my back." Like, just chill. Oh shit! I want this to happen so bad. I like novelty gift cards, and I feel like they're not gift cards. Novelty uh, business cards, and I feel like all I want right now is to order a set of really nice business cards that would like make uh, Patrick Bateman really happy, and like just have it say either "Get off my back" or "Just chill." Or, or get off my back on one side and just chill on me. I, I like that. Actually, I, okay, so I, I did this gig a few years ago with with someone named Van Dyke Parks, who I had never heard of before, but apparently was a musician in, like, the 70s and 80s or something. Uh-huh. And 
after the session, he gave his business card to all the people who were, were, were doing that show, and it said on it, I can't, fuck, I can't remember, it was like, it was like, Mr. Van Dyke Parks apologizes for the, his behavior on the night of blank line. <laughs> 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 something like that, and I really want that as a business card. I like stuff like that. That's pretty amazing. Anyway, yeah. uh, we have a couple answers left. We can, yeah, we can get through those. Our, um, I this one comes from James Burchell. He says, a diesel vo- Volkswagen. <laughs> a diesel Volkswagen? Yeah. I still don't understand how that's a bad prize. Yeah, I feel like the goat is way worse. I feel like right, it's, a, it's a bad thing to have purchased... It is not a bad thing to have gotten for free. Not yeah, unlike the Arby's gift idiot. card. Yeah. Unlike right, the so Arby's gift card, you could sell it to someone for more than $5. So. True. Alright, next answer. Kevin O'Steele says a Man, bronzed really saddle. A what? A bronzed saddle. I don't understand. It's a saddle I mean, that's been bronzed. Okay. I feel like I'd be into that, because if I had a porch, I would just put that on my porch and then sit on it a lot. Ooh. Yeah, that seems like a pretty decent prize. Yeah. I think, Kevin, I I think Kevin might have misunderstood this question, because he submitted a second answer, which was a 136 scale Liberty ship made from toothpicks. What? I mean, that's not that bad. That's, that's kind of <laughs> cool, actually. Yeah, I, I kind of would cool. want that. And also, at worst, like... If it's really small, you could just either throw it away or, like, burn it, and, like, that's pretty cool, too. I would, like, put a light bulb inside of it and make it my chandelier. Yeah. Ship chandelier. Oh, yeah, man. That'd be amazing. Man, I, I, really I kind of want to make wait, this now. Yeah, wait, Kevin, do you have these? Like, are these prizes that you got? Because you could give them to us. Like, <laughs> you don't want them. I, I, I would like to retract my previous statement that I want one. I, 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 I would put it in the garbage. <laughs> I would... If I had a bronze saddle, I would sit on it. I would use it as a bench. Why? I mean, no, he would. Not... He definitely would. Yeah, Knowing William, he would do that. Saddles are very comfortable seating items. Okay. They're very well designed. So I, I don't know Will very well, but, <laughs> but that's not what I associate Will with in my head. In, in my head, Will occupies the... Uh, has a beard space, yeah. I don't have a beard anymore, okay. unfortunately. Uh, so I guess all that's left is the gets angry at board games... <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely segment. Yeah, that's a that's a big part of my life. <laughs> there's also I am like legitimately a seasoned mountain man and some other things. Uh-huh. So yeah, there's that. Yeah, but like mostly beards and Most, board games. Mostly getting beards and getting angry at board games. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin wrote a third answer, which was a night out with Joss Dugar. Or who is Dugar? that? I don't know who that is. Any well, you know? I was hoping one of you would know who that is. No, well, I definitely know who that is. Who is that? Hold on, I, I can't Google as fast as I do. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Oh, that's quality. Who is Josh, uh, Joshua James Josh Dugar is an American television personality, political activist, and former used car salesman. <laughs> Known for his appearances on the reality television show 19 Kids and Counting. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Okay, so he's I that mean, guy. I mean, that'd be... Honestly, like, if I don't know the town with him, I'd probably just have interesting conversations, and... Actually, I, I would probably be sad after that night. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be that great. Yeah. That's a pretty bad prize. Yeah, that is a pretty bad prize. Oh, yeah, okay. According to Wikipedia, he was listed as one of the 15 people the internet hated most in 2015. 
Okay. Although clearly, I'm gonna look that article up after this is done. Well, because he because he molested a bunch of kids. Oh Jesus. Oh. So, okay, yeah, I'm gonna I, resend like, every, I'm gonna edit out everything that I said just then. <laughs> yeah. See, I didn't know that. I'm gonna edit that makes all it that much out. worse. All that's gonna. Yeah, not out. a good dude. Yeah, it doesn't that's seem getting, like it. That's getting taken off the record. Hmm. Cool. Moving on. Yeah, that wouldn't. That would legitimately be a pretty bad prize. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just wouldn't. Again, that'd be the same as no prize because they'd be like, "Hey, you got a night out with this guy?" And he'd be like, <laughs> "Like, no, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> You're not my dad." <laughs> uh, we looks like we have one more answer. Uh huh. I think <laughs> your dad gave you that prize. <laughs> oh well, then I guess I guess we have to go dad. now because <laughs> Damn it, you, you 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 are my dad. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Literally, right. we are, we have to do this. Our final answer comes mm-hmm. in from Kane Chai, another former host of this podcast. He says, the worst prize is Chunky Cheese tickets. What? What's that? I believe he talking he, about Chuck E. Cheese? He, meant to, he, he no. clarifies he meant to type Chuck E. Cheese, but accidentally uh, typed Chunk E. Cheese and okay, decided no, to stick with that's it. That's not the worst prize. I remember times in my life when I got Chuck E. Cheese tickets. No, no, no. Chunk E. Cheese really tickets, good. though. But I thought he. I thought he meant. Chunky to cheese s- tickets are much worse. Well, I don't know what I don't. I don't know what that I mean, is. They're much worse because they're not a thing. Well, okay. What would it be if it was a thing? It'd be tickets that you use to redeem for some ch- chunky cheese, and that doesn't sound any good. Well, I that's. Want- a, I don't think that's necessarily true because I mean, chunky cheese tickets. You don't redeem them for chunky cheese. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just imagining if if if. Chuck E. Cheese was, like, in a cage in there, and, like, kids just had to give enough tickets to free him, and, like, that was, like, their, like, ticket sink was just, like, we need to get, like, 10,000 tickets a night, otherwise Chucky's going in the oil. Uh (laughs) Oh, God. Do you know what the E stands for? No! It's it's Chuck E. Cheese, it's not Chucky. Well, yeah, yeah, it's it's Chuck space capital E period cheese. Yeah. Which, by the way, can, can, I, can I mention this? It turns out you have to have a kid accompanying you to go to a Chuck E. Cheese. I found this out in grad school. We, we stopped on the way back to, to, to Corvallis at uh, like Chuck E. Cheese. We, were like, we, we had to get some food. We are like, where do you guys want to go? You know what would be fun and kind of ironic, because that's what you're into or whatever? If we went to a Chuck E. Cheese and like played all the video games and stuff, and so we found the nearest one and went to it, they they would not let us in without child accompaniment. Basically, they stopped you at the door. Yes, they said you can't eat here unless you're with kids. That's really weird. It's it's a little bit strange. Yeah, it's like (laughs) yeah. I I mean, I I I guess I kind of get it because kids are their whole clientele or whatever, but I. For a, for a second, I was like, dudes. I was like, I don't know how legal that is. And then in my head, I was like, I, yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess that's what Dave and Buster's are for. Yeah, yeah. I've know. never been to a Dave and Buster's. It's not like worth it. It's a mistake. It's no, really not worth it. I, I, I had a great story involving Dave and Buster's. So I, um, when I first got this job at the restaurant that I worked at, this guy who's kind of a like he's a great guy and he's also kind of a douche. But uh, um, was it Dave or Buster? No, it, I, I'm don't, I don't work at David Buster. <laughs> Anyways, he, 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 like, told me about how he used to have this job, like, where he was a bouncer at this place that had a bunch of different bars at it, and, like, he, like, told this, like, 
talked up this this bouncing job that made it sound like he worked at some like elite club. And then he walked away, and then the person who was like sitting next to me was like, "Wow, that's a really interesting way to say that you worked in a David Buster's for five years." Because <laughs> the guy had worked in a David Buster's for five years and made it sound like an elite, like Dubai style club. Because <laughs> he, he told the whole story without saying what the name of the place was, and I didn't notice until they pointed out that it was a David Buster's. Ah, oh, damn! I love shit like that. Ah, it's wonderful. So is that all of our answers? Well, unless we want to count Kane mistyping Chuck E. Cheese as Chunky Cheese as the most disastrous typo. No. No. Okay, well then, yeah, that's all our Actually, I'm on board. I I submit that for for reassessment. I think that's fine. So it's three to one? Or two to one? Okay, fine. However many of them. I lose. But but, but, you know what's important? That in a a democracy, that my voice was heard. Okay. Unless you lose your audio. Don't care. Yeah, your voice <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know. Do we want to take a break or do you want to just move right in? Let's move right in. Yeah, let's move right in. Okay. Yeah, so what, what do we... Who, 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 are, who are our winners for our, our first question? Just uh, to recap our... The answers, we got um, uh, the preventing hackers from stealing a billion dollars... Uh, the Sinner's Bible, Man Lands on Poon. Mm. That's my vote. Yeah. yeah. That's what my, my Man Lands on Poon's pretty one. good. Um, yeah. Mom, thanks for the teat. I think that's all of them. Man Lands on Poon. Yep, Poon. Oh, and downtown. Well, also Downtown Orvis oh, Manager. I take it back. Oh, actually, I take it back. Oh, yeah. Downtown Orvis Manager, sorry. Yeah, there yeah. we go. I knew I was missing one. Who, who, who submitted that? That was one? the guy uh, I don't know from the East Coast. Kevin Asteel. Kevin O'Steele, your prize is you get to land on Poon. Your 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 prize is a five dollar Arby's gift card. <laughs> yeah, in the mouth of a farting goat. <laughs> Why in the mouth of a fart? It, it couldn't just be like attached or delivered by. <laughs> no, because now you can't even use the gift card. I kind of do want to send him a five dollar Arby's gift card. Oh, now. please do that. I will fund that at exactly zero percent. <laughs> well, I'm glad to have your support, all Yeah, you can double the egg. And I. <laughs> On that topic, our uh, what do we like for our second answer? I mean, a farty goat, farty goat is is the worst prize. Real for me. solid. It's the worst prize for me, but it's not my favorite answer. What, what What's answer? your favorite answer? Well, I don't know because he hasn't <laughs> read them yet. <laughs> Fine, we got silver, oh. Arby's gift certificate, uh, farty goat, um, one thirty six scale Liberty ship, <laughs> a no. diesel Volkswagen, a bronze saddle, a night out with Joss Dugar, <laughs> and chunky cheese. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm on board. Farty goat. <laughs> farty goat. It's hard to get much worse than a farty goat, let's be real. <laughs> I don't understand I how lo- it's a prize, I love, though. I just love the items that you just listed out of context. <laughs> it sounds like the, it sounds like something that some, like, staffer put together for someone who's attempting a filibuster and just needs stuff, words, to fill space. Like, farty goat, <laughs> Arby's gift card. <laughs> Liberty ship, twelve sixty-four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and the farty yes. goat filibuster does sound like a, a good name for a historical event. It does, yeah. Oh man, yeah, it does. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm on board with farty goat. All right, so um, that's gonna be all for us this week, I guess. So we got um, if you wanna. 
if you want to answer some of these questions, maybe won one of these fabulous prizes. Oh, where does he win? we got to decide what he wins. For For a farty goat, clearly. Like, we were just talking about prizes. Okay. Yeah, he wins a farty goat. If you want to win fabulous prizes like those, yeah, you can... You can uh, you can submit answers our, to our email htdquestions at gmail dot com. That is htd the letters questions at gmail dot com. Or you can you know fo- follow us on Facebook. We've got a Facebook page. We'll post the questions on there. Or you can just like you know send us a letter, or you know write, send us a telegram. Whatever, however you want to get your answers to us is fine. Fair. Homing pigeon. I'll take homing pigeon. I will not. But will 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 yeah send him my way because as we mentioned before he's a mountain man yeah yeah um we didn't come up with questions for next week oh good job <laughs> oh we're really good at this game oh we're so good yeah. at this we're we'll professional by the time we put this up and I mean we it'll should be great we're gonna like edit them in later you okay yeah yeah all right what? that's fine no it's fine yeah, yeah. that's fine I want to go to sleep glad yeah. <laughs> Um, well, have a good concert tomorrow, Olin. I will. I wish yeah. you the best. And um, as always, thank you to the Aquabats for the use of our theme song. Lost oh my god, thank you so much to the Aquabats. Hopefully we'll email them the question before we record the next episode so that they have the option of answering. <laughs> thank you for holding the Shield of Justice and using teamwork to fight enemies. <laughs> <laughs>